Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another uh, Bible reading of the day. Today we're in Genesis 33, 1-20 uh, for your ESV and then Mark 5, 1-43 for your uh, New Testament reading in the ESV and then Proverbs 24, 1-34 for your NIV. So let's go ahead and read the scripture doing the NIV first. Do not envy wicked men, do not desire your, their company. For their hearts plot violence, and their lips talk about making trouble. By wisdom a house is built, and through understanding it is established. Through knowledge its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. A wise man has great power, and a man of knowledge increases strength. For wicked, for waging war you need guidance, for your victory many advisors. Wisdom is too high for a fool. In the assembly of the gate he has nothing to say. He who plots evil will be known as a schemer. The schemes of folly are sin, and men detest a mocker. If you falter in times of trouble, how not small is your strength. Rescue those be being led away to death. Hold back those staggering toward slaughter. If you say, but we knew nothing about this, do not. does not he who weighs the heart per perceive it? Does not he who guards your life know know it? Will, will he not repay each person according to what he has done? Eat honey, my son, for it is good. Honey from the comb is sweet to your taste. Know also the, the wisdom is, is sweet to your soul. If you find it, there is future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Do not lie and wait like an outlaw against a righteous man, a righteous man's house. Do not raid his dwelling place, for though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. But the wicked are brought down by calamity. Do not gloat when you, your enemy falls. When he stumbles, do not let your heart rejoice. For the, or the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from him. Do not fret because of wicked, of evil men, and be envious of the wicked. For the evil men has no future hope, and the lamp... And the lamp of the wicked will be snuffed out. Fear the Lord and, and the King, my son, and do not join with rebellious, with rebellious. For those who to sent, will send sudden destruction upon them, and who knows what calamities they can bring. Further sayings of the wise. These also are sayings of the wise. To show partiality in judging is not good. Whoever says to the guilty, you are innocent, people, peoples who curse him and nations denounce him. But if you, but it will, will go well with those who convict the guilty, and rich blessed will, be, will come upon them. An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. Finish your outdoor work and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. Do not testify against your neighbor without cause. Or use your lips to deceive. Do not say, I'll do to him as he has done to me. I'll pay that man back for what he, he did. I went, back, I went past the field of the sluggard, past the vineyard of the, of the man who lacks judgment. Thorns had come up everywhere. The ground was covered with weeds, and the stone wall was in ruins. I applied my heart to what I observe. I learned a lesson from what I saw. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding on the hands of to rest. 
and poverty will come on you like a bandit, and scarcity like an armed man. Let's go ahead and head to your ESV reading. Okay, so now we're in the ESV. We are in Genesis 33, 1-20. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. Jacob meets Esau. And Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau was coming, and four hundred men with him. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two female servants, and he put the servants with their children in front, then Leah with her children, and Rachel and Joseph last of all. He himself went on before them, bowing himself to the ground seven times until he came near his brother. But Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. And when Esau lifted up his eyes and saw the women and children, he said, Who are these with you? Jacob said, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. Then the servants drew near, they and their children, and bowed down. Leah likewise and her children drew near and bowed down. And at last Joseph and Rachel drew near, and they bowed down. Esau said, What do you mean by all this company that I met? Jacob answered, To find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have found, I have enough, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. Jacob said, No, please. I have found, if I have found favor in your sight, then accept my present from my hand. For I have seen your face, which is like seeing the face of God, and you have accepted me. Please accept my blessing that I brought for, to you, because God has dealt graciously with me, and because I have enough. Thus he urged him, and he took it. Then Esau said, Let us journey on our way, and I will go ahead of you. But Jacob said to him, My Lord knows that the children are frail, and that the nursing flocks and the herds are a care to me. If you are driven hard for one day, the flocks will die. Let me, my Lord, pass on ahead of his servant, and I will lead on, only slowly on the pace of the livestock that are ahead of me and of the at the pace of children until I come to my Lord and Seir. So Esau said, Let me leave with you some of the people who are with me. But he said, What need is there? Let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. So Esau returned that day on his way to Seir, but Jacob journeyed to Succoth and built himself a house and made booths for his livestock. Therefore the name of the place is called Succoth. And Jacob came safely to the city of Shechem, which is the land of Canaan, on his way to Padan Aram, and he camped before the city. And from the sons of Hamat, Shechem's father, he brought he bought for a hundred pieces of money the piece of land on, on which he had pitched his tent. There he erected an altar and called it El Elohi, Elohi Israel. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so for your Old New Testament reading, we are in Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through um 43, so let's go ahead and read the scripture. Jesus heals a man with a demon. They came to the other side of the sea and the country of the of the Gar, 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 Garcenes. 
And when Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. He lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been bound with, with shackles and chains, but he wrenched the chains apart, and he broke the shackles in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and fell down before him. And crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High? God, I adjure you by God, do not torment me, for he was saying to him, Come out of the man with you unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, What is your name? He replied, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged him earnestly not to send him out of the country. Now a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. And they begged him, saying, Send us to the pigs, let us enter them. So he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out and entered the pigs, the herd and the herd, remembering Numbering about 2,000, rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the sea. The herdsmen fled and told it in the city and the country. And people came to see what it was that had happened. And they came to Jesus and saw the demon-possessed man, that who, the who, one who had, been, who had the legion, sitting there clothed in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who had seen it described to them what had happened to the demon-possessed man and the, to the pigs. They began to beg Jesus to depart from the region. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be, might be with him. And he did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And he went away and began to proclaim in Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And everyone marveled. Jesus heals a woman and Jairus' daughter. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around about him, and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, my little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay her hands on her so that she may be healed, made well and live. And he went with him. And a great crowd followed him and thronged about him. And there was a woman who had been who had a discharge of blood for twenty year for twelve years, and who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and had no better and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the re reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, If I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up, and she f felt in her body that she was healed of her dis disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone, out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And, and his disciples said to him, 
You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace, and he healed and be healed of your disease. While he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter's dead. Why trouble the, the teacher any more further? But overhearing what he, they had said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And he, and he allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. They came to the house of the ruler and of the synagogue, and Jesus saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. And when he and when he had entered, he said to them, Why are you making a, a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but it's sleeping. And they laughed at him. But he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and, and those who were with him and went in with where the child was. Taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha Kumi, which means, Little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and began walking, for she was twelve years old, and they were immediately overcome with amazement. And he strictly charged them that no one should know this, and that and told them to give her something to eat. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just lift you up. I thank you for who you are, Lord, and I ask that you be with us. Thank you for showing us these wonderful miracles in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.